Gentlemen, you realize what we've found. Who knows what waits for us in nature's no man's land? Those hands and those eyes! You've got to do something about it! You've got Baffling questions, astounding questions. Earthly or unearthly? Is it human or inhuman? to be on record with the disclaimer that I f am in full opposition to the inclusion of this film on the bottom 100. <laughs> I had a blast. Oh, no. I enjoyed uh, the, the subtle, the nuance, <laughs> the subtext. <laughs> welcome to our special guest, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, welcome to another episode of It Came From The Bottom. Once again, I'm Jack. I'm Zip. I'm Adina. I'm it's Bacon Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> And that, ladies and gentlemen, was our special guest, the Bacon Donuts. <laughs> no, we, we have a guest. It's been a little bit of time since we have one on this show, so we thought it would be uh, great to bring our friend Christina on. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> so we watched a movie called Fat Slags this time, and um, well, it came out in 2004. Yeah. Can you tell? I don't want to talk about it. None of us wants to talk about it. Well, I'm apparently, so eager to talk about it. I don't know why does. everybody's so disgusted. Can just you tell how full my mouth is? Just eat your donuts. <laughs> Shut up and eat your donuts. Yeah, we brought we brought bacon donuts to our recording this time, so we're having at least some positivity to, to this situation. Have you guys heard of this? It's apparently based on a comic strip right. that I haven't read. <laughs> that I did not. Uh, know. It's, yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's nothing to write home about. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's just, it's it's a it's a it's a yeah, it's based on a comic strip that I believe the first first one was released like 1989 something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Um, just as like a one-off, it was just like a one-panel comic and then it got picked up and was released in a magazine. You know, it, it its popularity ran for a long time and then they eventually made some claymation animated specials. Where um, where any <laughs> on YouTube? Any no, I mean, where can I? You Acquire. can look at them you all can, over YouTube. You can put them. You get yeah. for real. For yeah. reals. How did I? I watched a couple after watching mm -hmm. this movie just to see how it compared, and you know, I mean, I wasn't really too into the content, but it was more interesting than this. We actually had dialogue that went on for more than thirty seconds without a fart joke. Well, exactly. I mean, and that's all it is. It's it's just two. Two women from Northern England who are very rotund, uh, and all they do is drink and have sex with random 
men. That's the, it. In the that's the joke. Yeah. That's all it is. They're and so it's just putting them in these random situations uh, because slags is the equivalent of slut to us. Correct. So that's their terminology for it. So that's all it is. It's just two, two obscenely fat women who like to fuck random men and get drunk, and that's all they do. And isn't that funny? You but know? here's the thing. In the comic, both of these women are warm-hearted and easygoing, and their friendship is never, and this is a quote, is never undermined by their conquests. Okay, so part right. of the part of the the popularity of the comic was that these were actually likable women. Right, exactly. That's yeah. why it lasted for so long. It, right. They were genuinely likable characters. In this movie, <laughs> fuck you. Not so no. much. Shall we begin? But on the bright side, <laughs> oh, no. Anthony Head. Well, right. Lends credibility well, to anything. <laughs> credibility is by does, far does, the, would, the best thing. Yeah. In the Normally, whole, I would say yes. Even in scenes he this, wasn't in. <laughs> I don't know that it, credibility is what he brings. <laughs> maybe, yeah. not. maybe not. Maybe um, not. But he is the one who calls it. them the perfect term. Like the the scene where he meets them when he calls them. Terribly challenged, capricious slatterns. Yes. I need to start using slattern <laughs> in my daily life. Yes, you do. Because it sums up everything. Like, not only are you a slut, but you are slovenly and filthy. Yes. Just does, does everything. Mm-hmm. It, come, it comes from, like, around the 1600s when uh, they used to say slatter to mean to spill. It's like you are a person who has just spilled out you are a in spill. every possible way. And let's let's you also spill. let's also remind our listeners this is another Buffy alum showing up at our movies. This is just <laughs> this true. is our, what, our fourth because we had Allison yeah. Hannigan, we had, we had what's Allison. his what's his fuck from uh, Demon Island, yep. Spike, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. From James Marshall, Dragon Ball. Yeah, Dragon Ball. Yeah. Sorry now, to bring that up again. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Woo. And, now and now Anthony, Anthony Head. Head. Yeah. yeah. So I, guess I just need to look at all the casts of Buffy that, like, other than Sarah <laughs> Michelle Geller, just see what they're doing because they're probably going to be on our list at some point or another. Ugh. Well, let's just get into the plot, I guess. Fuck. Yeah. Let's try. We open on England, title card, and Fulchester. That's the town where we're going to, I suppose. I think. Which yes. is probably pronounced like Fuckster. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> they, they do say Fulchester at one point in the movie. So. But yeah, you're right. yeah. I, was, I was expecting it. Right. Yeah. And 69 Shit Street. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. this very like dirty, slummy area of northern England. And we open with, I guess this is the mailman who's coming to the door. And he opens well, the door. Is he it because there's another one walking up the street as he, I don't know. Yeah. I did not understand this opening. He no. knocks on the door, and they pull him inside and proceed, I guess, rape him, I guess, or something. Because That's what it appears to be. Without right. seeing them at all. The whole joke is that we have not seen them yet. No. It's no. just the guy comes up to the door, the, uh, you see a hand yank him inside, and then while all this commotion is going on in the upstairs area, which we have to assume is the bedroom, we are seeing this nasty-ass <laughs> apartment that is full of trash, rotten food, and cockroaches. In fact, the camera follows the cockroach as it travels across the floor into the living room. Ugh. Which which is a throwback from other Jerry O'Connell films, right? Like <laughs> I don't even think about that. Oh my god. Right? Oh. <laughs> nice. 
Nice. Oh, yes. See, they know what, what they're doing. Oh, yeah. Or something like yeah. That. Clearly, oh, my knows. God. <laughs> Joe's apartment. That's what it was called. <laughs> well, after the opening credits, we still haven't seen our main characters, so we cut to this, uh, th- this welding scene where, you know, it's welding because all we see in the room is just sparks. <laughs> that, I, saw, I thought yeah. they were going to start doing the, the flash dance, flash dance. thing. Yeah. yeah, I'm disappointed they didn't. Because the music, yeah, there was music building up at that point. That's what it sort of felt. It felt like a music number was about to begin. And they just shown that beautiful oil painting backdrop of <laughs> whatever the fuck that was in the distance. The, oh, the uh, it looked, power it looked plant like the Simpsons. The nuclear power uh, plant. Nuclear yeah, plant. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's here we meet our protagonists, and I guys, I'm sorry, I didn't write their names down one time in my notes because I never fucking listened. I just didn't care. It's Sandra, Sandra and, and Tracy. Tracy. So, and they called each other San and Trace. San and Trace. So, the brunette and the redhead. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the Jetson hair. Oh, yes. God. Yeah. yeah. It really was Jetson hair. <laughs> Which is not how her hair is styled in the comic book at all, or no. in the comics at all. No, definitely not in the stop motion show either, but that's no. yeah, its own thing. This is my shocked face. Well, uh, the, stop, the stop motion show actually tried to to pre- present the characters as they were originally drawn. Mm-hmm. This movie did not. Nope. Our first spoken joke from these two characters is them leaving leaving work, and they're talking about Catherine Zeta-Jones, and they make a Michael Douglas joke. So this movie isn't at all 2004. It's not at all dated. <laughs> Sorry, starting <laughs> off on a great note. Uh, they, they run into their boss, who just decides to be a dick to them because, because, and... He makes a Parkinson's joke, and oh then he God. says, I'm going to fire you guys if we fuck up one more time. And, of course, the building fucking explodes. And he's Well, com- because she didn't turn her torch off. They were welding, and she looked at it and couldn't turn it off, so she just threw it on the ground while the fire was still shooting out of it. Yeah, but he doesn't know that. He just, like, shows up to them. He's like, hey, guys. Uh, no, but, we he- ha- uh, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. This, this movie takes <laughs> a lot of assumptions in that its audience already perfectly knows who these characters are and right. the kind of characters that they are. Yeah. That's right. So we we come in. The boss comes up. He's he's not just being a dick for no reason. They have done shit like this the entire time they have worked there. That's what they assume the audience already understands. And, and for enough. us, being almost fifteen years later, an American audience who had no idea who these characters were to begin with, that's where we're coming in, and that's why we're completely lost. Right. Because we have no idea what the backstory is no it was made for i mean let's be honest i I don't think this movie would have as many fans who weren't familiar with the source material no or if at all i mean the the factory blows up and he's i guess killed knocked out something by a sign that says show us your ass that's placed over his ass and that's the joke because it says ass well, it says something else. It shows, it shows, it shows pass. pass. It says pass, yeah. and then, then the P gets covered falls up. On the P. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was delightful. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the level of humor throughout the entire, throughout the entire yes. movie, yeah. if you can call it humor. It's not at all. Not really. Yeah, it, and yes, and and I'm sorry. Go ahead, because I have a comment about that. The what the humor is. No, it's a, yeah. I was I was actually kind of going to piggyback on that because for me the whole. The whole rapid fire joke method in this movie was it reminded me very much of its pat. You, yes. Uh, yeah, because yeah, it's just like very much like this scene exists for maybe 30 seconds just to mm-hmm. tell one throwaway joke and then we're going to go to the next one where, do, right. where we do the yes. exact same thing. Mm. Like family guy. And mercifully, and this is something yeah. we'll touch on later, mercifully, this actually does it even faster than its pat did. I would yes. agree. Mm-hmm. That is true. They hit the joke, move on. Hit yeah. the joke, move on. Yeah. Whether it lands or not. That which, is correct. 
nine know. and point nine 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 percent of the time. It yeah. does not. I don't know if we're, I'm I'm going too far, but they get to the big city. They they get they get this letter where um, they're asked to be on this show on the BBC in London, and so then we see them get to London, and we have this montage of your stereotypical British things like uh, men in bowler. Uh, hats with canes and you know all this kind of stuff and punk and everything and what I wrote um, because they're basically in tracksuits almost this entire film both yeah. San and Trey were yep. variants of it yeah exactly and let's be clear these women are wearing prosthetics oh they are no not. in real those actresses are lovely yes yeah, yeah and one <laughs> of whom has been in a lot of movies I really like yes yeah. so so they're wearing prosthetics. Let's be clear. Yes. So, but I'm seeing this montage of London, and I wrote down, it's like frat boys, yokels in the big city. So, what what mm -hmm. this reminded me of was boys, boy humor, like that frat boy, like mm -hmm. this is what a 13 year old boy would watch other boys doing. So, what they basically did is they just planted two rotund women. In a frat boy film, basically. And that's the joke. Okay, the whole well, movie. And, and two things to that. Basically, the fat suit scene with Allison Hannigan from Date Movie extended to an hour and that's 20 minutes. That's exactly right. That's what this is. That yes. goes along with that. Yes. Secondly, to go to your other point, they are not rotund. Right. Here's the problem with the prosthetics. This is these are two lovely women, two lovely skinny right. women, and the problem with their prosthetics is they've got huge tits. They've got a huge ass and thighs, but Jeez, I you know they the jumpsuits that they're wearing actually come in, in. to their actual waist. Yeah. Now, in the comics and in the stop-motion animation, these women are completely round in every aspect. They don't have giant boobs and then a size 4 waist, right. and then their hips jut back out again. Right. They are bulbous women. I mean, that's how they yes. were drawn. They are completely round. There is no waist. And for them to do that in this movie is what really pissed me off. Yeah. Because now the joke was never, oh, look, they're fat. It was, that was part of their character. That's part of what made them relatable. They weren't right. good That's people. part of what made them funny, you know. Right. I mean, not funny that they're fat. But this movie, by doing it this way, by giving them an actual waistline and making it obvious that, well, we're just wearing fake tits and we're wearing a fake ass turns it into now we are making fun of fat people. Yep, that's exactly right. Because we don't even want actual fat people playing these roles. Right. We're going to hire two skinny women who are funny and put them in a fat suit. And that, to me, is the biggest offense that this movie yeah. has. Without to question. Me, being a person of size myself, I'm fat, I don't care, I'll say it. Uh, you know, it's just like, so you 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 can't tell me you couldn't, as you know, I'm sure these women are lovely and I, they are funny in their own rights. And like I said, I've seen them in other things and they are wonderful actresses. You're telling me you couldn't find two fat women to play these roles. Ding. Right. And then the movie would have been marginally 
better. Marginally better. Yeah. I, I yeah. can only guess that this was probably a product of the time, too, because around 2004, you saw movies like The Night Professor coming out. You saw Big Mama's House coming out. Mm-hmm. I think, I want to say maybe some of Tyler Perry's early stuff was coming around around this time, if not shortly mm-hmm. thereafter. Shallow Hal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. Right. That but, so. once again, all of those prosthetics were terrible. Well, the movies, well, were, the they movies were, were bad. They the weren't this were. bad. No. They, were, they were not this level of bad. This is horrendous. Right. Yeah. They were portrayed to be actually fat. They were round where they needed to be. There was no sucked-in waistline. Right. You yeah. know, that at least even, the, even if the prosthetics weren't that great, they were made to look realistic. Yes. Right. And these aren't even realistic. They don't even move. No. No. No, they don't move. they're not realistic at all. No it is like two foam all. pads in a sack being tossed around. That's yep. what it looked like. That's it's exactly not right. real at all. No. We cut back to their apartment, and I only bring this up because we are introduced to a very familiar sounding instrumental tone. For those who have listened to our podcast, you know what? I'll just play a clip right here. That sounds a lot like the best line, worst line audio clip we've been using. Yeah. So I guess I've got to find something different. <laughs> nope. 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 No, it was. It. Nope. D- nope. Yeah. <laughs> we had it first. Yeah. What? Shut up, Jack. Follow my logic. Move on. Uh, yeah, so they read the paper, and that's where they get an invitation because no, they, no, they the receive mail. an actual invitation in the mail. Okay, it's like you, right? Does NBC just be like, "Hey, uh, we're looking for people to be on the Jerry Springer show"? Yeah, yeah, well, sure. No, I, no. I, I think you have to seek them out. But yeah, it's yeah. something like you've been <laughs> randomly selected because we need examples of fat, fat women, women from North England. Yep, because that's yeah. what the show was. Because that's, that's what exactly, it's about. Yeah, <laughs> what they said. Yep. And then they go to they take a bus to uh, to London, and we get a bunch of fart jokes on the bus because you know everyone loves a cheap fart joke. I mean, okay, look, let me get this out of the way. Like we've talked about this before on the podcast. There's such a good thing as a good fart joke. We've there had, can be, yes, yeah, there, there can be. But oh my God, this movie just between the fat jokes and the fart jokes, it's just okay. Well, it just okay. makes it seem like that's all fat people do. That's it. Yeah. That's all they do. They have terrible digestion and... Um, they burp and fart. That's it. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> they get to London because, again, the fish out of water in the big city right. comedic character thing has never been done before. <laughs> and also, like, apparently no one in London is fat. Right. No. That's exactly right. Yeah, um, no one. No one. I'm glad you bring that up because we get to the clothing store where this really uh, weird pacing saleswoman... Right? <laughs> oh, my God. Why does she not stop walking? <laughs> yes. Naomi Campbell Naomi is... is Campbell. Naomi Campbell. Yes. You know? was that, yeah. that was cat. Naomi Campbell. That was Naomi Jack. Campbell. Jack, seriously? Yeah. I, yeah. Just, I don't... Yeah. There's some people in this movie I'm like, that can't be you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and with that that whole thing of her pacing like, back and forth, and that's why like I wrote, that. what was with the camera with Naomi Campbell? And yeah, that had to have been direction because... It the was, camera, was no, direction. It was direction. Yeah. 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 Well, that's the thing, is that there were a lot of little, like directorial things and and uh, I, w- I won't call them plot devices <laughs> that's no, a bit generous that's a but, but little elements <laughs> that had it been in another film I would have appreciated it as oh oh they're like you know they're fucking with me like right. why is that like that would have been a fun thing in a better film right but in this one it's just like well, why is that 
It's not a joke. Here. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, it doesn't like, fit with the tone of the rest of it the... It doesn't. And it's like, well, would Naomi Campbell not stop walking? Or was it supposed to be like she was an animal stalking them some way? Yeah. Right? Like, it didn't make any sense. Right? And that's the only time they do that. Right. It was the only time they did that. So it made me wonder if, like, if it was on purpose from a director's point of view or if... They couldn't afford to have Naomi for more than one day when the other two were available. And so mm. they had to just kind of shoot her walking around just by herself. And <laughs> then they tried to match the Dude. perspective when they shot the other girls. I think that's the, that's the answer. Ding, <laughs> you win. Like, or her contracts that we'll she just, You just do whatever scene. you do, Naomi. Yeah, we'll just shoot we'll you. We'll match it later. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She just did coke in the parking lot, so they just decided to have her on set anyways. <laughs> Speaking of people, I can't believe, holy shit, we're in this movie. Uh, Jerry O'Connell shows up, hmm. who is basically playing Patrick Bateman for like a bit of this. Yes. Rich American git, because that's what they all are. Yeah. 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 And they get subtitles. That's yeah. how we know. Nobody else gets subtitles. No. There's <laughs> such a weird consistency. No, it's Jerry O'Connell and fucking Baby Spice and Giles all yeah. in a limo together. And how did they fuck no, that not, up? Not Baby Spice, Ginger Spice. Oh, Ginger, Ginger Spice. Spice. Ginger Spice. Right. Ginger Spice, but she's blonde in this that's movie. Right. Yes, yeah. That's right. That's why. Actually, that, hence the confusion. My yes. deepest condolences. Yeah. I don't yeah. blame her. <laughs> she was completely underutilized in this movie. Oh, yeah. Right. Completely. Yeah. Agreed. Well, her arc was underutilized. It, like, it's like they yeah, had something I going for yeah. it. Yeah, like that could have Yeah, when they, it, yeah, when they introduce the characters, they say, they show us Jerry O'Connell, Jerry O'Connell, and then they show us Anthony Head, and they say, he's the asshole. Yeah. And then they show us her, and they say, she is secretly in love with Jerry O'Connell's character. Right, yeah. Okay. They never do anything with that. Never. No. no. Never. Never. In fact, it's only alluded to once when Anthony Head's character says something like, I know how you feel about him, but... Yeah. And that's the only time it's ever mentioned. And yeah. she tries to kind of keep up with the changing trend, kind of allude what's coming later on with the movie, but right. it just, but you just imagine she's it's just, just sort of in the background. She yeah. doesn't even have mm-hmm. any lines. Yeah. She it's just has to stuff a chocolate cake into her face. Exactly. Sad. It's it's a weird thing. Sad. Sad. Mm-hmm. And sorry, then, Ginger Spice. <laughs> and, and then Anthony Head, like I said, it says he's supposed to be the asshole. I found him to be the most charming character in the Thank entire you. Absolutely. Thank he's you. He was never once an asshole. <laughs> he's my hobo in a bar. <laughs> he didn't even you know have what? a secret subplot sub <laughs> of his own to try and sabotage yep. the girls or anything. He yeah. did exactly what his boss told him to do. Yep. He didn't fuck with anything. Yeah, because yeah. establishing yep. him as the asshole, you think, oh... He's going to undermine his boss at some point. He's yep, going right. to he's secretly behind everything yeah, that's going on. Yeah, cuz his boss on. is genuinely going to actually fall in love with and the with the fat slags eventually n- exactly. and, and he's going to undermine yeah, it. His no, boss yeah, he's, he's going to do he's pulling the strings behind the curtain he's and all Jafar. that. No, he does exactly what his boss tells him to do and never questions it. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I'm saying it now, Anthony Head is my hobo in a box. You know what? <laughs> for that, completely on board. We are even for Merlin. <laughs> We are even for Merlin. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I that, understand that what short. that's all about. That was the previous episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I completely agree with you on this. Uh, he was just a type A. He wasn't an asshole. Yeah. But the asshole Jerry O'Connell in this case, he gets hit on the head with a flower pot, and 
it's like well, weird. No, you know what? You know what? That's, that's one of my favorite things about the film, is that the whole plot turns on the fact that Jerry O'Connell is trying to fuck over the Dalai Lama. And I yes. think, I mean, like, they hint that yes. this is all because the Dalai Lama it's karma. Has, some, has some voodoo shit going it's on. It's true. Because he says, like, you know, well, if you're, gonna, if you're lying to me, it'll, it'll be on your head. And as soon as he says it, the flower pot hits him on the head. And changes his whole personality. Like, yep. you, you do not fuck with the Dalai Lama. That's right. And then we should have had an appearance from the so Dalai Lama different. again. Yes, yeah. thank How you. How did they get him in the first place? I know, seriously. Because <laughs> 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 the Dalai Lama is obviously just a big fan of fat slags. It seems yes. right. right. Alley. We well, can fix this movie. Isn't. The yep. four of us. We can fix this movie. We can fi- yeah, it's we not can. unsalvageable. <laughs> no. So, yeah, so he gets hit in the head and decides that these fat slags, because... Like he's doing a presentation yeah. to his board or whoever, mm-hmm. and the the AV guy <laughs> can't get the presentation to start, so he gets on this Jerry Springer-ish, Maury show. It switches show to the TV show that they are that part on. of the audience that they've been invited to. And Jerry O'Connell falls in love and decides he's going to make them huge stars. Sounds like a plot contrivance. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, and so, and so this is what I wrote down. Oh, because he's been hit on the head, he finds them attractive now? Because the only way you could be attracted to a fat person is if you're mentally wrong in the head? Is that what you're saying? So, yeah. So, that's I got. That's when I got that's, pissed off. Yep. So, I'm like, oh, fuck you. Because they don't give you enough um, insight into Rich Gitt's character. That that no, you would understand that right. no what they're what they're saying is that he is such a superficial dick that that is the only way he could fall in love with that's him. That's exactly right. Yeah, so he gets hit on the head and he falls in love because he's an asshole. But now he's gotten hit on the head and he loves fat people now and these two <laughs> in particular. Just these two. Just those right, two. Just these two. Fun fact: Shallow Hal came out in two thousand one. So that was before this. Jeez. Nothing to do with the conversation whatsoever. Just interpret that as you will. We cut to. Bath boobs is what I call this scene because the whole scene exists basically just to showcase that they have paper mache looking tits. Except that they actually put forth the detail to give one of them back boobs. Did you see them? Sometimes they even oh, show the, through uh, the, the tracks. Yeah, the, the, the like a fat yeah. roll on her back. Yeah, on the yeah. back too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, yes. I guess That's I was. No, I did notice that on the track suits because yeah. because at that point I was I was looking at every detail to right. see <laughs> what were they thinking. Right. And yeah, I and did. Fuck notice you that for making me inspect it so closely. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. So Jerry, because I don't know his name, was it Sean? He yeah, Sean them. Cooley was his name. Sean Cooley, yeah. okay. Cooley, yeah. He wants to, he approaches them to participate in a fashion show because he's his vision for the next big trend. And so he brings them onto this fashion show where these like weird leather clad German people are running it and they're not happy about it, but he tells them that they have to do it. Fedor Ulrich Charlevoix Constantine. So yes, his initials, initials are, are F U C K. It's the house of It's the fuck. house of fuck. <laughs> Yep. You made it sound better than it actually <laughs> yeah, is. That's way Anthony better than it sounded comes on in the, and makes in the it movie. sound even better. <laughs> like I would turn the house of fuck into the house of shit. Shed of shit. No, the shed of shit. Yes. <laughs> I yep. love that line. Yep. That's, that's, that's one of my favorite lines. Hobo in a barn. <laughs> 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 mm. 
And, yeah. then, and then we get we suddenly cut to these two random British dudes back in their original town. These are the two guys that were from the at, beginning. Yeah, in the beginning in yeah. in F- Fulchester, Fulchester, whatever. Fuckster. The fuck <laughs> <laughs> um, was like, that the hookup equivalent of Friendster? Anyway, so. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> Make an app now. I'm just saying. Um, so that's why I did wrong in the no, 90s. No, th- there was uh, a, there was an earlier scene when they were still in Fulchester before they got the invitation. They were in a pu- or no, it was after they got the invitation, but before they. Oh yeah, went. they were at that disgusting food truck. Yeah, and yeah. they had those two dudes waiting two, out in, was, the, in was, the alley. Yeah, there was one like uh, peeing or vomiting uh, or something in the corner, and the other right. one was I don't know lighting himself. roasting his fish and chips over so a dumpster something fire. Like that. Yeah. Yes. So these are the same two guys. So these are guys that they know and potentially are friends with, I guess. Yes. I don't know. We never really established that. They no. never established it. It's just they know these two guys. So now we cut back to these two guys. And they see that they're on TV. They see so, the girls on TV. And so yeah. in their Northern England accents, which they drive into the ground, they're like, we got to go to London. And, it was so and hard this, to understand And them. this is, yeah, this is the other part that pissed me off is that so... So we've already focused on the fact that fat shaming is what drives the comedy of this movie. Now we're going to make fun of how Northern England Englanders' accents are so thick that we can't understand what they're saying. Yep. For the rest of the movie, they do it over and over. We never understand a single word either of these guys say. No. Yeah. And that's supposed to be the comedy. They have like seven scenes. And if I was from England, I would be like, seriously? Right. This, you know... Yeah. I mean, to me, it's no different than making fun of, you know, like in a TV show, in a sitcom, of how Southerners speak. You know, oh, well, we all talk like this. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you. Yes. That's the same way I think I would feel if I lived in England. And so I was like, why are we making fun of the way we talk? Yeah. yeah. Why? And, the, and, the, and you bring up a good point because they ride it for the entire movie. Whereas, you know, this is kind of like it's Pat where like that sort of joke can sort of work in like a five minute capacity, like in a comic strip or right. in like yeah. one of the shorts. But that's their entire arc for yeah. the whole right. film. Well, the I whole mean, movie. Mike Myers made half of his career off the fact that the Scottish accent yeah. is very difficult to understand, but it can still be done where we understand it and get comedic effect from it. Yes. And the same with Fargo. People oh, got yeah. up in arms over that oh. movie, you know, North Dakotans, and I'm like, you fucking talk like Guys, that. that's <laughs> what you sound <laughs> that's like. That's what you sound like, and we could still understand you, okay? But that that's where the accent's done well, and right. it's for comic effect. This was offensive. Yeah, it was. And you know, it and, was. And I honestly, there were times where I little, legitimately could not tell what they were saying. I no, I didn't understand the subtitles. Word they said. May have made the joke better. I, I, maybe. I don't oh, see know maybe. what's wrong. There's with another fix right there. I understood everything they said. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I felt bad about myself <laughs> because I wanted to feel proud of myself. <laughs> yeah, it's you because should. you've seen Snatched like 27 times. <laughs> I don't it? know. I you're gonna have to specify times. that. What you mean by that? <laughs> Um, I don't talk about that on but radio. Even, but even in Snatch, that's the thing, is that, yes, some of the comedy comes from the way they're speaking. Yes. But you still understand yeah. right, because what's going on. The women's right. the accent is funny when they say some things because you can understand it. That's exactly right. Well, exactly. Even if you don't pick up on every word, you understand here and there, and you still understand how it's germane to the discussion. Yes. This, this the entire point is just, look, see how funny it sounds and you don't know what they're saying? 
because the person interrogating them doesn't understand what they're saying. They keep thinking they're saying something else. Isn't that funny? Ha, ha, ha. No, No. it's not. (laughs) Not when you show us eight times the same joke over and over again. And then you make fun of a French person. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. They, they, he, he's the guy who picks them up in, in the truck, who finally picks them up after a long montage, it yeah. felt like, of them just trying to hitchhike and not be able to get rides because of their accents. They, so they, they get on the truck with a French dude, and they drive off while the slags are fucking up on the runway and all kinds of stupid, bad physical comedy bits. And after their final rehearsal for the fashion show, they return to the rooms where they, again, from what I interpreted, they raped the room service guys. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Because um, the room service guy said, is there anything else that we can get you? They just grab them. They and just they grab them. Yep. Grab them and... And they're always on top. They're always on top. Cat slags are always on top so we can see their butts. But only partially. Right. Did you ever notice that? Yeah, it's only partially. Because in this scene and then later on, there's another scene yeah. where she's humping Yeah, they the never guy. even take their Her pants pant- all the way right. off. The pants right. are only halfway down, so you only see, like, the top half of their ass. The suits were incomplete. That's, that's so, like, yeah, no kidding. Ones. Logistically, intercourse cannot be done <laughs> the way that no. they are in... Just, I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I no. completely agree. This it's is true. making me question way too much now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's especially in the last scene that we see where she's humping the guy. Her pants are only partially way down. There is no way. There's actual penetration There's going no on. No. There's no way. It's physically impossible. None. Yeah. They didn't want to break the costume. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Because that's how shitty it is. Yes. We cut to the next morning, and it's punctuated with Grieg's morning mood. Which is, you know, in a comedy, whenever you have a scene starting out with that classical song, then you know there's always mm-hmm. something stupid to follow. And it's true, because there's just a dumb fart joke again. Oh, my God. And we get stock footage of animals running away because this, of yeah, this Jerry guy. O'Connell walks in, looks at them. Oh, look, they're so cute being asleep and everything. And then one of them farts so violently, it blows his hair back. And then, yeah, we cut to fast-forwarded stock footage of animals in Africa running across the savannah. And, like, he doesn't even pay any attention to the maybe still alive bodies of the bellhops. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, yeah, the bellhops are passed out in the hot tub. He doesn't even look like they're at They're face it. down in the hot tub. Like, was there water in it when they passed out? We don't know. I don't know. I mean, they look, yeah, they could. Are they, they dead? They might not be alive anymore. <laughs> they may not be. It's so true. Oh and, and, and because the, even the violent fart does not stir them from their slumber. <laughs> they might be dead. They're dead. They uh, might be dead. And, and, and meanwhile, we cut back to the immigration office where these two guys from earlier are there. and They think that they're immigrants because of their accents. Yuck, yuck. Yeah, again. they can't understand them. They must be speaking a foreign language. I never thought I would say this. How the fuck did they get Dolph Lundgren? Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. They, they shows up as a personal trainer in the hotel gym. They're there because they have to. They have to train because they're about to perform that night, and so they're going to get in shape that day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, one workout I, session is going theory. to make them fit. I, I read that he was doing an interview, and he said, "I don't know why I was there. I don't know why I did it. I had a friend. I was in London. I did it." It's <laughs> basically how we got in the movie. Well, sure. I mean, because there. I mean, there are people who. Well, just if it's fun, even if it's silly, like what do right. I care? Plus, yeah, well, he was actually and not all he terrible. had to do was pratfalls. Yeah, that's, yeah. All, that's all he had, had to do. do. That's like, all he had not? to do. Show up, yeah. make a little cash, and yeah, 
you know. Uh, who cares? Did you guys notice like this is a really nice hotel? Like they have like a hot tub yeah. in the room. It's like suites. I mean, it's it's, it's obviously it's the dollar. presidential suite yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, or something along those. It's Jerry O'Connell's personal suite yeah. at this hotel. Yes. So it's so it's, it's yeah. fair to say it's probably got a couple stars to it. Yes, this is one of the shittiest gyms I've ever seen. It's it's <laughs> j- yeah. It's got like three pieces of equipment and that's it. Yeah, yeah. it's not very it's not and like five. Five exercise balls. Yep. Yeah. That's it. Which, of course, one of them sits on Sits and on and flattens. it explodes. Yeah. yeah. Yuck, yuck. And yeah, it's just a montage of Dolph Lundgren trying to train them, and apparently they're super strong because they keep beating the shit out of Ivan fucking Drago during the scene. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and that's all that happens. They he just hit him, and he falls flat on the ground. Yeah. Yep. And, then and then he gets like, back okay. up, and let's try this, and yes. he gets hit and falls flat on the ground. You're done for the day, ladies. You're done for the day, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> It is Dolph Lundgren we're talking about here. Oh, my God. Loving though I do. He was well, more understandable. I, no, I don't know. He was way easier to understand than he was. they were. It's I was, true. I understood every true. word he said. Yep. <laughs> yeah, take note, screenwriters. When, when your <laughs> stupid Northern England characters are less coherent than fucking Ivan Drago. <laughs> you have uh, issues. Yes. So, fashion show, where we get another cameo, what the fuck, Johnny Depp shows up. And so on the runway, <laughs> so they're on the runway and they're just drinking in their basically their tracksuits. So you, you look confused. Johnny Depp was there. Johnny Depp was yeah. out there. Yeah, I didn't see him. I missed Johnny Depp and his wife were in the like, audience. They, they throw something in the audience and it hits a, a, a lady. Yeah, it's, it's his. It's his wife. wife. Which is funny how like how many women Johnny Depp's married I'm to could get hit the glass. I'm not going back to find it. It, it was a very oh no no yeah, I'm not going back. Wasn't him? Wow. I didn't see his name in the. No, yeah. his name's not Pro- in the credits. Probably because yeah. he was as, as himself. I don't, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. But, he, didn't but, have but he, does, he does cameos like secretly without telling mm-hmm. people all the time. Yeah. But before we get to the actual fashion show, this was this was where I had a problem because uh, they're, they're behind the curtain. They're getting ready to go out. And um, the redhead says that she's scared and she can't do it. Up until then, they've been fucking killing this. Okay, they haven't had any lack of self confidence at all. Never at one Never point. Never once. That's the point of the they, characters, right? Okay. Despite their attitudes, despite it, their size, they fear nothing. And they okay. were on national television before, so right. it's not like a camera okay. thing. And, so had, a full, and had a full out brawl. Yes. Did not care what Didn't anybody care. thought. It. So yeah. for me, I was like, "You've just now lost your confidence." Fuck you, uh, screenwriters! Just completely destroys. Yeah, com- yeah. Uh, yeah. So that, I but was it's like, okay because you need a two sentence pep talk and then you're done. You're back. Right. You're good. That's all. Right. Pat the runtime out a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, then yeah. So then they come out basically as themselves in these, the same colors they always wear, throughout this movie, in like bodysuits. Right. Yeah. That's what this guy basically made. He made. Yeah. He made like couture body. track suits. Right. And bodysuits, and we're uh, and he decorates the the runway with garbage cans and f- wire with fences. Right, it's right. like derelict Trashies. from Zoo's, uh, Zoolander. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. it really yeah. is. Yeah. So, but yeah, so basically, they just come out and they are who they are, and they stomp all over the runway, basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. And they end with a tit flash. Yeah, of course. And they go, yeah, to- they they go back. There are some other the the regular. Super skinny supermodels mm-hmm. are making their way. They're knocking them out of the way. They go back and change, come back out in all these different outfits, which are just derivations of the same thing over yeah. and over again. And then the very end, it's like a white tracksuit that has like 
nipple, chains nipple attached stars. to their nipple, nipple stars, stars yeah. or <laughs> yep. something. Yep. And then if that's and uh, if that's not good enough, then yeah, they unzip the front of it and pop their tits out. Prosthetic motionless tits. The yeah. Prosthetic motionless tits <laughs> that don't even look real. There's and a then hashtag. the music stops, and there is dead silence. And so much so actual? that you could hear a pin, pin drop. drop. An actual <laughs> pin drops on the ground in slow motion. Okay. Guys, I actually liked that. <laughs> because everything leading up to this moment had been so shitty and so unfunny, they took the time to show an actual pin drop, which it is a fashion show, so it makes sense that there would be a sewing pin there. <laughs> Oh God, I would like to point that out. Oh my God! That they took the time to show an actual pin dropping on the ground and hearing the sound effect. Yes, I yeah. appreciated that. <laughs> but then, then, when you expect everybody to turn on them, uproarious applause, standing ovation, everybody fucking goes nuts. Over. And they are it the works. toast of the town. And so now they are the biggest celebrities in England. Yeah, right. And slags are the new black. Yep. Mm. Yeah, a bunch of newspaper clippings saying that, hey, they're famous now. Yay. They're into a music career, which, what the fuck? Yeah, they've, oh they've, got, they've gotten a recording label yeah. from whoever. Or or a recording label has given them a contract. Right, for I'm Every Woman. <laughs> yeah. Thank which you. Which isn't even sung by them. because no. they can't sing. Studio, but they take a, 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 hold on, Siri, when was I'm Every Woman released? You could try searching the app store. There you have it. 2000 and something earlier. So, <laughs> what the fuck, movie? <laughs> so, how are you supposed to buy that? It's <laughs> Right. Uh, yeah, terrible. And everyone's just cashing in on the trend. Everyone's getting heavier now. Everyone's buying ugly, bright track, track suits. Track suits. Yep. Yeah. You get a J-Lo joke, which, oh my god, I did not expect to see a J-Lo joke this Nope. This soon since our last movie that covered one. Yeah. Is there overlap among the writers in these Maybe. films? I don't hmm. think so. Or fake names, bribes. Yeah. I don't know. Something's going on behind the scenes we don't know about. And this makes them... Yeah, because they're, they're back at the same store, right? They're yeah, back they at the same back clothing the store, store with Naomi, Naomi Campbell. Campbell. And now Naomi Campbell is kissing their ass, which they actually state. Yep. yep. And munching on the is, is there anything else you could do? No, just keep... Continue to kiss our ass and. By the way, I'm every woman. Shaka Khan, 1978. Thank you. That That's was the, the original. original. And then Whitney Houston. Uh, Whitney Houston's was. Did uh, you know that Whitney Houston's debut album, simply called Whitney Houston, had four number one singles on it? I you believe that say. she was awesome, and it was 1992. A little American <laughs> Psycho reference for you guys there. <laughs> oh, I got it. <laughs> so they are now Oprah rich from this bullshit. Yeah. Because yes. Oprah Rich. Dude, I need a shirt that says that. I'm Oprah Rich. <laughs> Their house if is you got to have a shirt that says it, <laughs> it ain't true. <laughs> <laughs> like, the next bit of movie just shows how fucking rich these two are. We even get a ripoff of Spaceballs with, like, the table zooming in on that, and it just gets longer and longer oh and longer. Just oh, yeah. That, that, uh, that fleet, uh, what is the... That classical piece that they play. Oh God! Is, it's oh, what what is yeah. it? Is it from the Four Seasons or? 
one of the know. movements. I, I can't remember. I can't it's remember. very. It's a very well. If you heard it, yeah. you would know it. You'd it's know a very it. well known piece of classical music. Yeah. But they let it play, it play, and then they have to start it over again because the table's so long. Yeah, as it's as it's the camera's tracking down the table, the music ends. There's like a momentary pause, and then it just immediately Starts jumps again. back in because the table is still going. Yeah. Which I like that. Still but I liked I, it in I, the I other one, too. Was, <laughs> I thought that was funny. I like that joke, I did too. like that. Yeah. It's, it's all just covered in food that they're stuffing their faces with. and Right, because that's funny. Yeah. Because they like to eat because they're fat. Ugh. Yeah. God. We like to eat, too, damn it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You're not. I mean, I would totally have that table if I could afford it. <laughs> <Don't get me laughs> yes, you would. All the time. And Redhead Slag steps out because of some stupid reason that I didn't even write down. She probably had to take a shit or something like that. And the phone rings, and it's Jerry O'Connell who wants to hang out with them. And Brunette Slag is like, hey, I'll come hang out with you. My redheaded friend, whatever the fuck her name is. Yeah, she's busy. So Shagging the pool boy. Oh, yeah, that's right. She yeah. said she sh- that she shags the pool oh, boy no, on Well, Tuesdays. no, she's lying. Um, well, yeah, she's They lying. were both at the table when the phone rang, but the table is so long, Brunette got to it quickly, and it took the other one a long yeah, the time to get there. Yeah, was running all the way down so trying she, to get to the phone. Before she got to the phone, she got to another receiver and picked it up, so she's listening right. on the other side. Yes. And then we get the joke that actually made me laugh. The oh. exploding dog? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Christina, go ahead. Can you just describe this, how this plays out for us? Okay, well, so uh, Brunette has this pet. What what kind of dog is that? Pomeranian. It was a Pomeranian. Named Bex. Named which Bex. I can only assume is over about David Beckham. I love how you remember the dog's name. Short for Rebecca. Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I like, love, it had a name? I like dogs. And then, then the little dog jumps up on the, on the chair and is like just... Well, are you going to give me a treat when you're done with the phone? And then the the redhead is disappointed in her friend's disloyalty, so she she hangs up and then sits down on the dog, of course, and then flattens it, flattens yeah. it, it is flat. and actually the and flattened uh, prop dog not was bad. well done, it was not bad. Good. No, it that was, was a good flattened was. Pomeranian. So it she killed the dog. Let's be clear: the dog is dead. This yeah. isn't yeah. a cartoon thing where it's it, you know it flat. doesn't pop back into right. It's the dog is dead. Form. No, dead. no, no. So it's like it's like a Pomeranian Frisbee now. <laughs> yep. And oh, she literally. she hears her friend is coming back, so she flings the dead dog out the window and <laughs> and it, it frisbees itself toward the groundskeeper Willie and hits the groundskeeper. Makes him, him fall into they the wheelbarrow. Fall into the wheelbarrow, and then and the wheelbarrow explodes. explodes. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, you missed a fart. There's a fart. Yeah, it hits him. You hear a fart. fart. Sound <laughs> then he falls into the wheelbarrow. And explosion. then it explodes. <laughs> yes. I didn't hear the fart. Yeah, the fart no, happens. You're right. I didn't There's hear a the, fart. Yeah, there was a fart. Oh, yeah. a fart well, now the yes. explosion makes sense. Exactly. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to ignite it. There was no, no. open Well, flame. he's a groundskeeper. He's obviously an alcoholic. <laughs> There's nothing to ignite And the a pipe flame. smoker. Nope. Because he's cold no. and British. No. I'm crying. So no. Stereotypes galore. No. As I sip my Guinness rum. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, this part actually made me laugh. So, good job, movie. Yeah. You what the fuck you were finally paid But off. see, that's the thing. That's the thing about this movie is that they had to go to such an extreme length yeah. to do a completely nonsensical gag. And that's the only thing that made you laugh. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right? That's, that's what I'm saying. But that sort of thing, that like surprising, that makes no sense sort of thing, is what I thought maybe the Naomi Campbell pacing action was. Like, that, right. they would just but be things like that and the pin drop and the exploding dog. But right. if that humor were more consistent but with the movie, then that would have, I, yeah, I think right. that it would have been. Yeah. Because then it was so sporadic, it kind of caught you off guard exactly. when it happened, when exactly. it was funny. Yeah. That was, I, I still am baffled by that part. But <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, moving on. Oh, God. So, Jerry and Brunette's, like, what's her name? I'm going to try to get Trey. this right. Trey. Trey is the redhead. Okay. San, oh, no, Sand no, is the redhead. No, 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 Trey is the brunette. See, you're doing it too yeah, now. San is the redhead. Trey is the brunette. Okay. I'm, I'm just, fuck it. Brunette slag. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you guys yeah. are questioning Just call, it, her, so call her BS and RS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just call them BS and BS? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I think we called it BS from the beginning. Yes, yes and BBS. Uh, so, uh, J- Jerry and. <laughs> Or IBS. <laughs> <laughs> Irritable <Boo>. bowel slag. <laughs> uh, uh, so Jerry and B. <laughs> and we're done. And Jack's done. So Jerry and BS hook up. I guess they go. They just start making out at his office. Here, wait, wait, wait. No, after after the um the the delightful spoof of pretty um, woman, a pretty woman with oh. the with oh. the jewelry box and the opening <laughs> the jewelry box, sticking his hand in. Pow. Yeah, yeah. So it was him putting his hand in the box. Yeah, it was that's just, what it was made it funny yeah. and charming. So close yet so far. <laughs> no, that's what made it a parody of the scene from Pretty Woman. It was neither funny nor charming. Yeah, what? It's true. So they cut to an art show next where they're like, what the fuck are we doing here? They're like, don't worry. I got some- Jerry O'Connell's like, I got something for you. And we see the different art exhibits. And guys, what the fuck? So they're like the three finalists in an art competition. This is an actual award. It's the yeah. Turner Award. And it's a huge fucking deal. Okay? So it was a, it's a huge art award. But he, we don't know anything about it. But they, yeah, they don't set that up for us at all. At this all. is so strictly he, intended for the English audience. Yes. So, yeah. So they, he takes her to basically an art exhibit thing, an award show. Yes. And she has no idea. And in, and during this whole time, San is trying to get there. She's followed them wherever they're going and, and mm-hmm. whatever. So she gets there. So, yeah. So they, we're seeing the three finalists of the Turner Award, which you wouldn't have known that it was the Turner Award. Yeah, they don't mention they anything about it. They never even say the name. Unless no. you look it up. Which, right. Which I did. <laughs> yeah. Because I had no idea what was happening during this thing. And you never know what's happening during the scene. because <laughs> During no. this movie. Yeah, well, they, they show the different exhibits. And the first one's called Time of the Month, which, what the fuck? It was, it the, was a bed with a the bed covers with Pulled yeah. back and, and a huge period blood, basically, blood and then a noose, the a noose hanging uh, by the window. Yeah, yeah. Time yeah. of the month. And Thank you. Dogs bollocks, which, which was w- which were hanging which on a cross. A, a giant reproduction of dogs balls hanging. Yeah. And yeah. Then the last one is sixty nine shit street, which, as we learn later, they fully uprooted their kitchen or the living room. Yeah. And yeah, because and, yeah, and that's the thing. This joke, this supposed joke. Does not pay off until the end of the movie because I thought this was an artist rendering mm-hmm. of the living room from their apartment in in Fuckster. And <laughs> but it but no, you was. find out at like the last five minutes of the movie that is their actual living room, which has been pulled from the building and transported to London. Yeah, and they win. And they win. Sixty nine Shit Street wins. Course. But who is the artist who 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 said? They're allowed to take this building apart. I mean, they don't address any of the yeah, practicalities. No, no. Of I guess the landlord technically should be. So it's attributed to 
the fat slags right. that because they, they are the recipients of the award. Yeah. I, the it girls. Technically, I guess I don't know because Jerry O'Connell says you won, but no one ever actually hands them an award. They just get quickly escorted out of the building. <sighs> Are we ready to talk about the backseat of the car? Oh scene? my god! Are we? Let's let's focus on the nuns. Because <laughs> <laughs> there are nuns in this. It was it was sexy already, but then the when scene. they added you nuns in the mix, it, it just set, took it over the edge. Set, set up the scene. Set it up. So no, that why should I? They didn't. <laughs> <laughs> to at least introduce why there are nuns in this scene. <laughs> Don't just say, well, let's focus on the nuns. Where did the nuns come from? No, I, I'm just this saying. Is the, this yeah. is no, how I you understand. tell a story, apparently. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> so, right. so, so they're coming, like, they're leaving the art exhibit? Is it the same day? Uh, yeah. 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 And they're in the backseat of the it's limo. Just, it's just brunette. It's just BS and Jerry O'Connell. It's just BS. They kicked the red S out. She didn't get to get in the car with him. That's right. So, so the nuns so are crossing the street. So he's sitting in the backseat. Back. She is down, down the in the floor. floorboard yeah. of uh, giving him head. Yes. The driver, um, the driver of the limousine is freaking out. Yeah, yeah he he's is still getting distracted, distracted by, by this and is like, what the fuck is going on? A group of nuns walk out into the street. The driver slams on the brakes to avoid hitting the nuns and in doing so causes BS to bite down on Jerry O'Connell's dick. And you hear the crunching sound of the bite, and then his pained expressions, or what I would assume but is pained. Thank you. Because, thank because you. I had no idea had no what face he was trying to make. I had no idea Like what he was happened. in shock or something. Neither I had did no the editor. Idea what well, it looked happened. like a cross between shock, uh, complete pain, and I came anyway. That's right. that's the kind of face. I had no idea what See, expression he was you, trying to make. And I Subtle, subtlety, subtext. No, <laughs> no Christina. No. And as no. and then start screaming. And as he's doing this, the group of nuns have come around to the side and are looking in the window, staring disapprovingly. Oh, he never screams. And he never screams. He doesn't scream. No, no, he, he never screams. He's, like, he's too stunned the whole time. He's like. Well, you oh, see his and eyes. She's like, oh, sorry. I guess I never did that before. And then, <laughs> and then the nuns are looking in the window, like oh, I'm scandalized. And then I he falls over. Yeah. Did not know oh, that right, his penis had been bitten off until well into the hospital scene. When oh we see him no, there. I knew. I didn't the, know. The, the crunch sound is yeah. there, so I knew no, what happened. I had no idea. So that's that's how that that scene ends. And then we get. Do we get to? The the next movie reference, or are we back in the hospital Which yet? Which fucking one? Oh well, well we, she, oh. there's a Shining reference that oh, Sand. Yeah, does. yeah, the murder scene. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. So so IBS <laughs> like he, she she confronts BS about this. <laughs> Apparently, you know BS is well, we're sticking to what you gave I, us. I love yeah. it. Uh, Jerry O'Connell's in the hospital, and so in the meantime, IBS confronts BS <laughs> about the relationship. She's like, he was mine or whatever, and. Then they get into a fight, and fucking IBS is an axe, and she tries to cut the door down. And, yeah, we get the Shining reference. Because <laughs> in the past, what, two decades that they've been ripping off that joke, it's worked every time. Mm-hmm. Sure. Hey, hey, screenwriters, would you like some low-hanging fruit? Just a little bit here. <laughs> here you go. Yeah. The next day, they, they're they at, like, this 
press conference on safe sex? Because they're going to be... In association with the UN. Right, because... And the Secretary General. Cooley has decided that BS is going to be like the next Secretary of Health or something like that or something. So, yeah, so they're supposed to be talking about safe sex and, and, and hygienic practices and shit. Yeah. And yeah. I guess they haven't worked their shit out because they get into another fight. And in the process, I guess they kill somebody? No, no. Trey ends up flattening out this guy. The the, the, the UN representative. Boutros Ghali. So, yeah. And yeah. so he ends up unconscious. So they arrest them for what I can only assume is attempted murder. Because he's alive still. Yeah, at least right. assault or something. Something. So yeah, they so never explain that. She she flattens this guy out, and they're like, "Oh, you monster!" And but so what have him. you done? They didn't try to kill him. Who, they think? didn't mean it. She just ended no, up. No, he got in between them accidentally, yeah. and she fell. Know. Yeah, and she fell on him and and squished yeah. him. Yeah. So, so they rushed to his aid. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, what have you done? And they're like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. Yeah, and so so they end up in jail. Like it was an attempted murder. In the in all the in the meantime, Jerry O'Connell back at the hospital gets hit on the head with one of those little things as he's getting moved on, on his cart throughout the hospital. Oh yeah, he's on the phone with BS, and yes. Oh, yes. and he's about to propose. He's about to, to, propose. He's about to propose. Yeah, and Will you. And, and there's some piece hit. of medical equipment that's sticking out into yeah. the hallway, and it hits him in the head and knocks and him out. And he becomes an asshole again. And yep. when he wakes that's up, right. he's back to his so old So there's self. no more yes. of my favorite, well, I guess I could save it for the favorite quotes thing, but yes. man, like, so because he's <laughs> mentally changed, uh, not only is he able to love a fat person, but he's also charitable now instead yes. of being a selfish, greedy That's right, butt munch. He's been giving so all his money to charity. Twenty-seven. Charities. So he's in the limo one time talking to Anthony Head and and asking how his new financial affairs are going, and he's like, Anthony <laughs> says some shit like, like, well, yes, you know, Colombia has more orphanages than orphans, and Ethiopia has a space program. That was one of my favorite things. <laughs> that was a good line. A good line. <laughs> oh, but yep. I wish I had heard it. <laughs> <laughs> you might have been vomiting at that point. Yes. <laughs> there's or no asleep. telling. Yeah. At this point, yeah. I was probably playing something and, on my iPhone. And in, <laughs> and in between, like before we get to the jail scene and then he gets hit on his head, we have another um, Afghanistan yeah. um, mm-hmm. moment, just so you know, with the two yeah. guys we can't understand. They were deported to Afghanistan. Yeah. But then they're like, no, wait, I can't understand them. And they seem belligerent. Maybe they are French. Fuck you. And they have sex. And that's all we get for that scene. Mm-hmm. Jerry mm-hmm. is back to being a douche, though. And so they call him up, and he actually shows up to the prison mm-hmm. after he finds out what he was doing before he was unconcussed. Whatever the fuck was up with his head. He basically is a dick, and he's like, hey, you're, I'm done with you guys. Uh, you know, I'm not going to marry you. You're going to stay here and rot. Fuck you. There was apparently no trial. No, there wasn't. No, there was no trial. Because they get out of jail... How the fuck is it so easy to get an informal private meeting with the fucking parole board leader or, right. or warden or whoever the yes. fuck that was? Yeah. They just walk. Like, they're in prison. And then the next scene you see is them walking in their street clothes into the fancy office of this posh prison warden or head of the parole board. Yep. Who is in charge of granting or denying them bail or parole or whatever. And they fuck him. And he's signing the yep. parole paper, That's which is apparently out. like a snazzy little third grade certificate that says parole in fancy letters. <laughs> yep. so, so My that's prisoner is an honor student. That's what I, <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> so yeah, so that's when I wrote that their only merit is that they're good at sex. And that's what gets them out of the jam. Oh, no, 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 no. It's oh, not no? because they were good at it. It's because they threaten him, and we will keep doing this until you let us go. And he's like, oh, God, no. And he signs uh, it. Thank you. That, no, it's the threat of doing it again. Oh. That's what makes him sign it. Wow. Okay, so yeah. they're not even good at that. No. That's super. Mm. Fuck you, movie. Yep. So they want to plot revenge against Jerry O'Connell, and they do so by first adding laxatives into his... Coffee, okay. water supply. How the fuck? Yeah. How like, the what are they? What are they? How the fuck? Yeah. Power tools did they get into it, the yeah. building without well, being noticed? Well, they weren't noticed because they were Tom Cruise. Yeah, they snuck in with the Mission Impossible. The Mission Impossible blast. They spike his drink before that happened. Yeah. So how the fuck did they get into the building without being noticed? No, they 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 poured the stuff into his water tank. Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah, because they were you sure? and they're using the power drill to unscrew the tank, and then they add the stuff. In I mean, it's they they do such a close up of this big metal mysterious thing that you don't actually see what it is, but that's the only because it it's, like it's in the coffee tea or something. Yeah, it's it's in the coffee because uh, Anthony Head takes his coffee black and Again. he pours himself some, and he has the same problem. Mm. So it's the water. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and uh, you know what? I will buy that. I think you're wrong, but I'm going <laughs> to <laughs> I just want to know how they were able to crawl through the ventilation shaft. Because at this point, we've been led to believe that these two are comically overweight. Because right. they sit on the exercise machine, or they sit on a cart, and it leans forward because of their weight. They Everything the Well, this is another stupid thing about the costumes, right? Because the proportionality of the costumes mm-hmm. is not. No, right. it makes and, no sense. And yet, so they must be made of some extra dense material from outer space or something because the proportions that they are Mm -hmm. they would weigh maybe maybe 210 pounds they're not not that that big big. they're smaller than eddie murphy and the nutty professor by far absolutely and and he sits on chairs and balls and doesn't (laughs) yeah yeah so and that that, yeah and you'd think that that would be a huge opportunity for them to make fun of fat people being in the right. duct work. You've got to yeah. crawl in the ducts. Yeah, they do not get stuck. Get this no. is the largest and most secure air yeah. duct ever. Ever. Yes. Yeah, and so then there's a vertical portion of the air duct where uh, IBS hooks up a wire and pulley system and then lowers BS down vertically through the shaft so that she can. Style. Yep. Yeah, so, so she can. Um, well, I don't want to give that part away. Yeah. But Oh, yeah, by, by all means, please really? do not spoil anything from this <laughs> We're worried about Yeah, please. So she can steal the laptop that Anthony Head always has all of his information on. So, like, the, the bolts holding the pulley to the duct, they start stripping while they're pulling her back up. But they, it somehow, it stays there. It's, it's on its last legs, but it's still attached. Mm. In the process of pulling BS back up to the horizontal portion... She drops this like thirteen inch dildo, and it falls down the shaft directly into uh, the piece of cake that they had, like like it's a birthday candle. And that would have been so much funnier if they didn't mention it at all, like why she had it. But but they but they do of course. But they they did. Yeah. She's like, what did you have that for? And she's like, I didn't know how long we'd be. She said she had it in case of an emergency. Yeah, emergency. In case of an emergency. I didn't know how long you'd be. <laughs> well, I didn't yeah. know how long you'd be. <laughs> it would have been so much funnier if it just fell out of yeah. your pocket like that and nobody said anything. <laughs> yeah. Again, we are fixing your movie. You're welcome. 
This Do it again. <laughs> Could someone like fix this movie more by firing whoever designed that terrible CGI rat? <gasps> Oh my god. It's the same person who turned that woman's face gray on the bus in the beginning. <laughs> yes. This looks like graphics from like a Windows 2000. It's terrible. <laughs> this looks bad. Shut up. It's the new Clippy. They steal the laptop. Jerry learns about this after he and Anthony Head get back from taking dumps. And <laughs> he finds the dildo. That's how he determines that they took it. And let me just say. And he knows. <laughs> <laughs> Here it comes. The, no, 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 no. The reaction when because because they sit back down is like, can you hand me my cake or something? And Anthony Head reaches over. The, the camera never moves. The camera's right. centered on the two of them. He Anthony Head reaches over and pulls the cake into view, and the dildo's just sitting there wagging <laughs> in the air. Jerry O'Connell's face. Their reactions. <laughs> I love it. Are priceless. Yeah. They're good. They're I don't know. Good. They did not break. That there was not one <laughs> muscle on their face that moved. Unintentionally, that when this dildo comes into good. view, Anthony Head is just stoically staring at it and never moves, never bats an eyelash, nothing. Jerry O'Connell stares at it and then just sort of like, wanders away, like, "What the fuck?" Like something, something behind his eyes just dies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, Talking they let the camera linger on them for a good amount of time, it's, and it's I great. was laughing my ass off. <laughs> It, that is the best shot in the entire film. Agreed. Mm-hmm. It was Agreed. so funny. Yeah, that was good. Yes. Because they didn't say a word. That's right. Right. That's if right. they would just shut they the did fuck not up. mention yeah. it at all. They just looked at it. Yep. They let it happen. And they had their own personal reactions. And then we finally cut to something else. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yeah. we learned that there is uh, incriminating evidence on this computer. Apparently, it's Russian mafia. Well, because because Jerry O'Connell was suddenly so philanthropic and wanting to donate and build orphanages and hospitals in third world countries, that money had to come from somewhere. And so Anthony Head was trying to make deals with the Russian mafia. And there's records of that on the laptop. So they obviously need to get it back. Yes. And they, so Anthony Head somehow knows exactly exactly where they are because we cut to them on the bus heading back for Fuckchester, right? And he's suddenly speeding behind them in the car, <laughs> and he right. gets it back. I've seen the movie twice now. I don't know how the fuck he got the laptop back. No, 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 no. no, no, no. They she threw it out, it out the, the window. window. Yeah. Right. But why? Yeah, I mean, like they haven't the, used there it was for anything yet. That, like there was something. Uh, it was making a beeping sound yeah, was, or some sort of sound. It had an alarm on they it. It had an alarm it. on it, and she couldn't get it to stop because she keeps hitting it and hitting it and hitting it, and everybody on the bus is freaking, freaking out. out. Right. And he keeps getting closer and closer, and finally she just closes the laptop and throws, and throws it. it out the back window. And then the car explodes. And yeah. then, yeah, and so then we cut to Anthony. We see the reflection of the laptop flying towards him in the windshield, and he's like, oh, shit. And then it crashes through the windshield, hits him in the face, and at that moment, we cut to them on the bus and see a huge explosion through the back window. Which I wrote down, okay, so IBS <laughs> is apparently like a character from Aqua Teen Hunger Force, because every time she throws something disc-shaped at, at like anything, it, hit, it explodes, explodes oh, and it hits yeah. the ground. Uh, right. Yes. Brilliant. Which, I'm sure that was unintentional, but you yes. know what? I like Aqua Teen, so that made me laugh. Brilliant. <laughs> cut back to Anthony Head, who is now wrapped in bandages, because he's a burn victim now. And Jerry is triumphant until he gets hit on the head by that fallen piece of Yeah, of the metal. bolts finally come loose on the pulley that was holding them up for their Tom cruising. And 
it falls all the way down the shaft onto Jerry O'Connell's head, and we don't see his skull split open, but we don't see him anymore either. Yeah. So yeah. mission accomplished. When it happened, I'm thinking, okay, this means <laughs> he's going to go back to the way he was again. <laughs> That's pretty stupid, but okay. Mission impossible. <laughs> mission accomplished. <laughs> but instead of changing him back like I thought it was going to happen, no, we just never see him again. No, we just that's, never see him again. That's the end of it. That's that's yeah. it. We cut back to the slags who are in their apartment that is now open because the kitchen's been taken out because the art <laughs> exhibit. Okay, there's the payoff of that. And the two weird British guys who we've been following sort of throughout this movie just show up in a limo. How they got out how, of Afghanistan. Don't know how. Last time we saw them, they were in a tent in a desert in Afghanistan. That is correct. And apparently it's and really now, easy to get out through immigration from Afghanistan. In 2004, so, or less. the story that I made up in my <laughs> head <laughs> for their arrival was that since the North has had recently gotten so much positive exposure, um, that they had uh, political allies now using their um, influence and those guys as poster childs to to say, look, fuck you guys, this was discrimination, and we're going to sue you, and it's going to be a whole bunch of bad publicity for the immigration system so they made a they made a deal and they have now the kind of notoriety and money that the slags had they have their own limo wow which they're going to sell to replace the rest of the kitchen (laughs) that's that's all their money gone and they're back to where they started if we had wow. the screenwriters here, they'd just be like, uh, yes, that was exactly what we were doing. No, that's, that's, what we, that's what we thought, but we had to cut it for time. Why, like, why was it only an hour and 12 minutes? I'm so disappointed. <laughs> well, that was, hmm. that's the end of the movie. We get some credit bullshit. They're just dancing to another song that they didn't write. Yeah, they're performing yeah. in shitty dive bars now Yeah, as little lip sync. They're like non-drag queens. That's right. I... I thought it was uh, just a really shitty version of lip syncing to ABBA and Muriel's, Muriel's wedding. wedding. That's what That's it felt what it like to me, me because yeah. they're wearing almost the same outfits. Yeah. That's what it felt like to me, just yeah. a shitty version of that scene. Did yeah. that scene end with them flashing their tits? No, it no. didn't. No, that was the full Monty. No. <laughs> True. So it ends with them flashing their tits, and that's the end of the fucking movie. Thank God. Yeah, and so we're going to take a quick break and then come back with some trivia. Okay, we're back. Trivia on this movie. So we we touched on a couple things. One of the only things that I dug up on this was that uh, William Osborne, the screenwriter, he's uh, written some other gems, including but not limited to Thunderbirds, the 2004 remake. Oh, God. <gasps> Twins, The Scorpion King, and Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. Wow. There are a couple pretty good credits in there. I like the, the Twins, the Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny yep. DeVito. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, wow. There's, there's one gem in all of those. One gem. Sorry, I meant one. I love yeah. Stop yeah. or My Mom Will Shoot. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> when I was nine. <laughs> Estelle Getty for the win. Yes! <laughs> and the original cartoonist, as you said, Adina refuses to watch it. That's all I have for trivia. Did you guys have anything that you dug up on this? No, not. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. It just it was it was like a regular feature in some monthly magazine, something like that. I think they thought that he had the the original uh, cartoonist had ended the series um, when the movie came out because he stopped doing it. 
And a lot of people said it was in protest of the movie, that he hated the movie so much he just gave up on the whole thing. Right. But actually but he, he was just taking like a small break and then eventually came back and did it again. Yeah. Um, it had nothing to do with the movie except for the fact that he wanted nothing to do with the movie. Right. Um, I found an interesting bit of trivia which harkens back to what I told Christina earlier that this is not the um, only movie wherein Jerry O'Connell's character gets his penis bitten off. He also gets his penis bitten off in Piranha 3D. Oh, that's right. Which is a much better movie. Please watch it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he was in Teeth. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, so, so Who I thought. Who doesn't get their penis bitten off in that movie? <laughs> Even in the audience, am I right? Yeah, am I right? Am I right? That movie. So. I guess a lot of Vienna sausages went into, the <laughs> went into that movie. And I'm not talking about craft services. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was that was what I, I came for away with this. The only, the, the only other thing that people might want to know is Fiona Allen in this. Um, is that is that the one? She was Michael. BS. Yeah, she, yeah. She was Fiona BS. Allen. She's been in movies we love. She mm-hmm. was in Four Weddings and a Funeral. Yes. She was in Harry Potter. Yes, she was. Um, so, in watching this movie, I continually, like I did with Allison Hannigan in Date Movie, why? Yeah. Why, as an actor, okay, yeah, maybe money, but Jesus Christ, you know, there's got to be something to be said for integrity and moral character and not being an asshole. Because these two ladies were assholes. There was nothing redeemable or likable. Which completely contradicts the characters as they were originally intended. Exactly. So then it makes me wonder if it all came from editing and maybe the script was different and the movie came out, and it wasn't what they expected. It wouldn't surprise me. It also Maybe. wouldn't surprise me if Maybe. you know, like, if you if someone were to ask you to play someone like that's a character that you're familiar with, who you uh, have loved for a long time, mm-hmm. you might bring your own memories and knowledge of that character to your reading of the script, and just, like just not not be able to see from from an outsider viewpoint that it doesn't actually display those qualities that you liked. Right. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe they were fans of the comic and thought, hey, we can bring life to these people that people like. We'd love to sign on yeah. before reading the script. Like, you couldn't... Oh, yeah. And just from my... Like I said, I haven't really read the comic strips themselves, but I just get the impression that... You can't really chain together like a full-length movie plot line from just the comic strips. I mean, the comic right. strips are just random. Like, hey, here's this situation. All right, now here here they are in another wacky situation. Isn't this funny? Right. You know, and so I, I yeah, I think you're right. It's 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 a combination of well, we have to. There has to be conflict. There has to be some kind of conflict, and this is what they came up with the guy to drive a wedge in between them, in the, right. even though that would never happen never. in the comics. Never. Um, but it's, it's a combination of that and I, like sort of the impression I get from the, the date movie guys is like, well, let's do this. Throw that in there. Okay. Uh, what else can we make fun of? Oh, here's something. Throw that in there. Okay. They're just writing down these ideas, compiled all of these ideas into some semblance of a script 
And they were like, well, this is what we got. That seems funny enough. Let's do it. And yeah. see the difference. It here. works for American movies. And I'm like, no, no it no, doesn't. It doesn't say it works. It but doesn't. But see, where that differs from movies like Date Movie or It's Pat and others is that there are no likable characters in this movie. I mean, no. Yeah, you could say no. Anthony Head was likable, but he's not presented as a likable character. Like He's, he's not, not supposed to be. To be. Yeah. He's right. a very charming, charismatic guy. Yeah, Jerry Howell. But Hallowell. he's not supposed to be. But we don't have like likable. A, she's likable. But then we don't get to really see her. No. Yeah. We, we don't really have, like, a moral contrast to the main characters because the main characters aren't likable. They aren't supposed to be. Right. Not not according to the screenwriter of this movie. We aren't supposed to No, according to this movie, they're supposed to be horrible, despicable people that yeah. we're not yeah. supposed to like. So yeah. who are you attached to? Yeah, exactly. Nobody. Yeah. Well, the dog. <laughs> Bex. <laughs> I love Bex. May he rest in peace. <laughs> Fuck. Moving along to best line, worst line. So, who wants to go first for Christina, the best line? I I don't know why or what it says about me, but one of my favorite lines was so like Jerry O'Connell is talking to BS. I think I think they're in his boardroom or something, and uh, there's this long, beautiful table, and she's like, "Oh, that's a gorgeous table," and he's like, "Yeah, well, it's." Well, it's it's teak. It's it's imported directly from South America from a single tree trunk or something like that. And she's like, mm, "IKEA does something similar." Yeah. <laughs> yep. I don't know why I lost my shit when she said that. <laughs> Mine was from what we alluded to earlier with Anthony Head when he's talking to the fashion show guy, and and I kind of fuck up how I wrote the last this because I went back about four times and I could not understand the ending of this quote, but I went with it anyway because it sounded funny to me. Try me. I'll reduce the house of fuck into the shed of shit with you buried in the foundations, you cheesy tit surrender monkey. Tin. 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 Yeah, because that was my favorite line, too. What the fuck is a surrender monkey? Well, I think it's a thinly veiled reference to Wizard of Oz. Okay. I think. But yeah, Hmm. cheesy tin surrender monkey. Okay. And it's also a bondage thing. True. Because he was dressed, he had studs around his neck and shit. And I like that he called somebody... I mean, I don't like, but I, I thought it was funny when he's he's got this ridiculous, like, French-German thing going. I was like, you roast beef. And he called somebody a roast beef. It's like, get out of, like, one of, one of these, like, tiny-ass models yeah. running off the runway. It's like, get out on my runway, you roast beef. Stop it. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. I'll I have to try that sometime for somebody. Yes. No, I, I wouldn't recommend doing that. No. Yeah? <laughs> Zip. What? <laughs> <laughs> Zip, do you have something you want to share with the rest of the class? You, oh, not, really? you don't have a favorite. You don't have a favorite. But, uh, yeah, I just wrote once. Um, once Red Slag comes at her with the the axe and and swings at her and hits the headboard of the bed, uh, BS wakes up and just says, "Shitting hell." <laughs> <laughs> I rewound that and listened to that four times because what? Yeah, I was expecting fucking hell, but not shitting hell. No, shitting hell. (laughs) If you go mental, yeah. Okay. All right. I like it. Shitting hell. hell. I like it. You to make a a text notification of that. (laughs) Shitting Shitting hell. hell. (laughs) What do you have for worst line? When Jerry O'Connell sees them on the Jerry Springer ish show. And at at this moment when he says this line, we're only seeing their tracksuit-covered asses. Oh, I know what you're talking Okay. And so he's talking about making the girls stars, and he says, When I look at these girls, I see nothing but wonderful openings. 
Fuck you. Uh, yeah. Yep. So that's my worst line. Right there. My worst line. I mean, again, I had art, I had a tough time picking it because there's a lot. But there are a lot. Um, I mean, sorry, Jebs. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I probably had to go with probably the most offensive early on in the movie for me. You're worse than the bloke with Parkinson's down at the nitroglycerin factory. Not okay. That's that's not. That's not okay. Of uh, anything that was said by the guys from Northern England. Oh yeah. <laughs> those two assholes. Yeah. Just I, I it's just it's just insulting. Yeah. It's just yes. insulting. It's insulting to people from North England and it's insulting to anyone who lives outside of England to think, oh that's how they talk. Right. Drinking game. Drink <laughs> every time Anthony every time Head is drink. awesome. Yes. Every, yeah. time <laughs> every time Anthony Head is on screen. She says every time he's awesome, which is every which time, is every time he's, he's on screen. Every time yeah. he's yeah. on the screen. Because yeah. he's, he's great. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say farts and belches, but I like that one You'd more. be dead within well, 20 no, minutes. No, yeah, that's why I thought watching the movie. I actually <laughs> counted. I didn't write it down, but it's actually doable. Is it? I, I mean, it's it's yeah, it's, out, it's not it's as much nineteen shots. Even when they, it's not that they do it often. It's just the 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 length of which it's on screen. You know, yes, you're right. It's, the farts are just very. It takes forever. It's the burps true. take forever. Even though it only happens like five times in the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. But All still, right. it just uh, it, so, just, it just seems a lot. And I would say, honestly, I would say the only thing you need to do is match them drink for drink. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anytime yeah. they drink, you drink, and however, if it's a shot, then you take a shot. If okay. it's yep. a swig, you take a swig. If they're downing their drink, you down your drink. Yeah, that works. And that should do it. <laughs> what did they do right? Anthony had. Anthony had. I wrote that down too. <laughs> Anthony had, and like I said at the beginning, Jerry O'Connell's face at the dildo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The the reaction to the dildo, and then uh, just the the speed. Uh, the yeah, they're pacing. The the pacing of the movie is like they hit the joke and we move on. We I'd don't agree. linger. We don't take too much time to try to explain the joke. It's just let's go, let's go, let's go. It moves at such a quick pace that I wasn't that I continued watching the entire movie. Yes. As pissed off as I got, or as disgusted as I was with where the movie was going. I still continued watching it because it just kept moving at yeah. a good clip. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciated the soundtrack, actually. Um, when I was watching it, I couldn't, as, as the credits were scrolling, it was blurry. And so I asked Jack to get um, me the list of the tracks. There was some good music usage. And in fact, the White Stripes, no, no, it's Jet. Are you going to be my girl? Yeah. Um, I always, I don't know why I confuse that. Um, but there's, there is some music that is used relatively well, and I enjoyed listening to the music. I feel like there was a missed opportunity with the Spice Girls because there wasn't anything. Did you say Spice Girls? Spice Girls, you know. Spice Girls. Spice Squirrels. Spice Squirrels, yes. <laughs> yeah. Spice Girls. That <laughs> That's Jerry Hallowell's That's next it. movie, everybody. Spice Girls. It's about furries. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have a whole lot of things they got right because yeah. I was just mad. Yeah. I yeah. It just it made me mad. This does not make me um, blind fury rage as date movie did, and I think either I'm desensitized to it or it was just like an it's pat joke where it just it was just you know just an hour and twelve minutes. It of just two, went of too on. Long. But yeah, like, God. I like the soundtrack and yeah, and Anthony Head. Yeah, Anthony yep. Head was a solid takeaway. Yeah. Oh yeah. Speaking of uh, irredeemableness, what? Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Zip. Yeah. <laughs> the flaming cinematic turd meter. 
as much as I want to, I, I can't go all out on it. I mean, like I said, I, I've, I hesitate to use the word admire, <laughs> but I somewhat appreciate like that they tried to keep it at a constant clip. They knew they did not have a full-length movie here. I mean, right. this thing is what, an hour 12, something, something like, like that? that? Yeah. I mean, it barely registers as a full-length movie, and I think they knew that. And so they tried to keep it going as much of at a clip as they could. Um, they didn't have a whole lot of material, uh, and a lot of it didn't work. Right. But like you said, I mean, they kept it moving. Um, they did elicit some good performances they from They did. It. There's no question. Um, they did. It was a good use of the soundtrack. Yep. I did like the music. Um, so, but, I mean, uh, there's so much stuff that's wrong with it. I, I have to go with a four. Oh, God, please, no! And uh, with that said, any closing thoughts from you guys? I think no, no. I, if someone has the time, <laughs> oh, no. someone should try to take only the Anthony Head scenes and splice them into how to succeed in business without really trying. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you could. I bet you could make it feel like it's actually one <laughs> congruous film. <laughs> wow! Yes, that's genius. Yep. Do it, someone else. I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> that's fantastic. That's a different movie. Yes, it's a different one movie. of my favorites. And Christina, thank you. You're awesome to join us today. Thank Yay! you. Yay! What have you got going on in your crazy life? Slapping children. Yay! <laughs> what? But no, I'm getting paid for it. Yay! <laughs> I want that job. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, playing the miracle worker in a play. I forget the name of it. Um, <laughs> oh, what is? I've heard of that one. What's that? it called? The At, uh, Diary of Helen Keller. No, yeah, yeah, it. yeah. It's, the it's called rearranging furniture. The diary yeah. of rearranging furniture. <laughs> <laughs> the Diary of Helen Keller. All the, the chapter one. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. No. So that's Duh. happening. That's uh, June 8th through the 25th uh, in uh, Buford at the Community Center, uh, Gypsy Theater. I think it's their last uh, show ever for their move what? away. Oh, I didn't, know, I didn't that. know that either until this week, I and know. I didn't want to talk about it in case oh. it was touchy. You won't tell anybody. Wait. <laughs> is that button on? Fuck. <laughs> 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 Excellent. I don't care. I have bacon donuts. Fuck you. Yay. <laughs> Well, that's where you can check out Christina if you uh, if you got the time. And that said, it's another episode for It Came From The Bottom. Once again, I am Jack. I'm Zip. I'm Adina. And next time, Zombie Nightmare. There's Groupons.